0: It's 9 o'clock in time once again for The Way of the Cross. Here's Alvin Loggins. Good morning, radio friends. What a joy and a privilege it is to come back to your place of listening with this gospel broadcast. This is a wonderful and blessed day we have once again this side of eternity to open up the scriptures and to let the Lord Jesus come forth off the pages let him warm and stir our hearts again today as his children that he lived and died for. Please just for a moment of call a friend, a neighbor, tell them that the way of the cross broadcast is on the air. Have them to join with us today as we worship again around the word of God. Well, it is the Lord's day as I do from week to week. We, uh, Encourage God's people to get up this morning and make their way to the Lord's house. I'm sure that they some already making preparations to go and to be in God's house. This pandemic is really hitting us and things are hard and uh, the churches are uh, being hurt. But God still knows what he's doing. I, I I want you to know this today. Faith. And what the Lord does will always be right. And don't worry about all these other things, but if it's possible for you to go to church, go to church today and support the man of God, support the church you love, and especially the Savior that lived and died for you. Well it's prayer time again on the broadcast as we do from week to week. We go to the Lord in prayer this time. We have a lot to pray for today, but I can only bring so much. But the Lord knows the names and He knows the conditions. But my neighbors, Dennis and Janice Williams, they just now is kindly getting over that COVID. And my other neighbor above me up there, Julius and Dinah Collins, they have been suffering this week real bad. I've been keeping in contact with them and praying for them. They ask us to pray for them. That COVID is dangerous, and uh, it takes people's lives. We need to pray for one another. And my family, at the prayers I made, God has looked after us. It's been in our family. But I'm glad today that God hears and answers our prayers. We need to pray for one another. You pray for my family, I'll pray for yours. I have a special request today that I'd like you to pray about. The Lord knows the problem. It's in my family. And uh, I need prayer. I, I, I need prayer. You know, we're not immune to the things of the world and the things that happen. But uh, I got a granddaughter and her husband. I need you to pray for them. Please do that. I won't call their name, but God knows it. And please pray for them. I ask you this day to pray for the broadcast like you never have prayed before. Please pray for the broadcast. Pray for these men of God that has come on before us, those that will come on after us. Please pray for Brother Mike and the station that the Lord will meet their needs. And pray for the man of God today that the Lord will use him mightily and stir and warm our hearts today from the good scriptures and the love of the Lord Jesus be upon all of us today. Now you can join with us as we pray together and look to the throne of grace again today. Dear Heavenly Father, how wonderful it is to talk to you. How wonderful it is to breathe your name, the holy, the wonderful, blessed Son of God today. I pray in Jesus' name, holy God, that you'd hear this prayer today. You know the need in the hearts of all the people that we've called, the things that has happened, the trouble that comes in our life. I pray today in Jesus' name. Lord, you'd visit each and every one. I pray today, Lord, about the message. I pray it be the holy work of God. I pray it touch the hearts of all of God's people. Please help those in need again today. We love you, dear Lord, with all of our heart. Lord, we look unto thee this day for the help that we need. Bless every family, save some lost soul I are today. In Jesus' holy and blessed name we do humbly pray. Amen and amen. Now here's our song for the week and we'll be right back to speak to you from the Word of God.
1: say. i
0: Isn't that wonderful? I love him too much to fail him now. I'm glad today, by God's grace and by God's mercy, that we can have the victorious life in the Lord Jesus. For our scripture, turn with us to Luke chapter 23 and verse 33. Now, here's what the Bible said. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the malefactors, one on the right hand and one on the left, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them, Derailing him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he be the Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming unto him, offering him vinegar, and saying, If thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in the letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, this is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which hung railed on him, saying, If thou be the Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answered, rebuking him, saying, "Dost not thou fear God, seeing that thou art in the same condemnation? We indeed justly, for we receive the due rewards of our deeds. This man has done nothing amiss. And he said unto them, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. And it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth, unto the ninth hour. And the sun was darkened, and the veil was and the and the, and the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the mill. and when Jesus had cried with a loud voice and said, "Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit." and having said thus, he gave up the ghost, and when the centurion saw what was done. He glorified God, saying, Certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people that came together to, to the sight, beholding these things with their eyes what was done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that bewailed him from Galilee stood afar off, beholding these things. Calvary is the most wonderful and precious message that we have in the Word of God. It has been ridiculed. It has been tried. It's been, it's been examined. It has been uh, mocked. It has been changed. It has done a lot of things in the hands of man. But I want to say this today, real plainly and clearly, that this right here was the handy and the handful work of God Almighty with His own Son. Calvary was the place that would die, that, that death came and a debt was paid there upon that tree as he died there alone. He became sin, who knew no sin. Neighbor, he was God's blessed son. And uh, the cross work of the Lord Jesus is only done by the Father. God Almighty did this for you and for me. Now they've argued down through the years about this right here. And I, I, I witnessed to an Arab one time, and he got plumb mad. And I said, what about the Lord Jesus? He said, oh, just a good man, just a good man, just a good man, just a good man. That's all he had to say. But he was more than a good man. He was God's only son, the blessed son of God. Calvary was, was a place a payment and a place for life for God's children that has been saved by his wonderful grace. Calvary is a place of salvation. The Bible said when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, Father, in thy hands I commit my spirit, and having thus said, he gave up the ghost. On that moment, on that day, at that hour, at that wonderful, wonderful moment for someone to love me so greatly and love you so wonderful that God would do this to his son for an old sinner that has been in the world, condemned, done everything the he you can think of. God died for him up there on Calvary. I don't know about you, neighbor, but I'd like to ask you a question as we look at Calvary today. Have you ever been guilty? Have you ever said in your heart and in your life and say, Lord, I'm guilty? What are you guilty of? I'm guilty of being a sinner. I practice sin. I love sin. I done sin. I'm guilty before God. There's not a person in this whole wide world will ever go to heaven without getting lost first. He's got to know who he is and whose God is. The Bible said, If thou wilt confess thy mouth with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved didn't say that you was saved. It said you shall be saved. That mighty, wonderful working of God's Holy Spirit done by the wrought work of Calvary that will save a person's soul by God's wonderful grace. Now, some people tells me to take and run the Roman road, and that's very well true, and the Scripture is true, and the Scripture will not lie. And some people that I've tried to lead to the Lord, I told them this. And this is what the Bible has told me. I said, do you believe that Jesus was born of a virgin? Do you believe that Mary was the virgin mother of the Lord Jesus? Do you believe that God placed the Lord Jesus in the womb of Mary? Do you believe that he's the only begotten son of God? Do you believe that? And then I asked them again. I said, do you believe when Jesus said, I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand? For my Father which gave them me is greater than all. That's the important part of the verse. My Father which gave them me It's greater than all. Then I asked them, I said, Do you believe that Jesus Christ was arrested by the high priest and brought before Pilate, beaten and mauled? I said, Do you believe that he went up there on Calvary? They nailed him to that tree, and he stood up there between heaven and earth, and he literally died. There, between heaven and earth, died that awful death at Calvary. Then I said, "Can you believe that on the third day after he was put in Joseph's tomb?" I said, "Do you believe, after the third day, that God rolled that stone away and Jesus walked out of there alive?" I said, "Do you believe that?" And then I said. I want to know if you believe this. Do you believe in Acts chapter 2 where it said that uh, when he went up to heaven, when the angel spoke to the two persons, that this same Jesus, which is taken up from you this day, is going to come again in like fashion as you see him go away. I've asked them that. If you can get a person to believe that. Neighbor, if you can get them to believe that and understand that, God Almighty will save them by His wonderful grace. Notice what Jesus was telling the women that came to Him that were wailing. They were weeping. They were crying. Their heart was broken. They were literally dying when the one they loved was taken like a like a like a beat up lamb to the slaughter. They took him to the high priest, they took him to Pilate, then back to her, and then back to Pilate. And then they took him to that soldier's quarters where he took those forty lashes with that with that his lily flesh was beat off his back. He lost so much blood. He like an automated made it to Calvary. They had to have help with a cross, he fell. But he went on anyway. And he gave he didn't fight, he didn't he didn't he didn't beg, he didn't do nothing, he laid down. He gave his life there there at that moment willingly, willingly, he gave his life for you and for me. There's not a saved Christian in this whole wide world that you cannot move this from his heart. It cannot be moved from his life. Jesus literally died and was slaughtered upon Calvary for the sins of of mine and yours and sins of the world. God's blessed Son, the Lamb of God, the blessed Son of God died upon Calvary for you and for me the bible said the bible said in in uh, hebrews chapter number 9 i want us i want us to look at this real close in verse 20 saying this is the blood of the testament which god has joined unto uh, uh, join unto you moreover the sprinkling of blood of the tabernacle and the vessels in the ministry Here's the key verse. In almost all things by the law purged without blood and without the shedding of blood, there's no readmission. Without Calvary, neighbor, without Calvary, without the Lord Jesus dying for that, we're lost, we're, 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 we're doomed, and uh, neighbor, we're cursed for eternity. But thank God. Thank God today, here's one old sinner that has been saved by God's grace that believed that the Lord Jesus lived and died and went upon Calvary and died for me. I don't know about the rest of the world. I don't know what you think in your heart. I don't know how you feel. But this is one person right here that feels and knows this in my heart, that Jesus died for me neighbor, it's so, it is so wonderful. It is so graceful. When I first got saved and I got to learning about the death of the Lord Jesus, I must rear off the message, but I feel like God wants me to say this. But when I first got saved and, uh, I love the Lord. I mean, oh, oh, it was, it was so wonderful to have peace with God. And, uh, Neighbor, I I first heard about how Jesus died upon Calvary. I mean, real real action by what really happened to him. And uh, this uh, great preacher, I had a tape by him, and he was a doctor. He was a physical doctor. He talked about the physical suffering of the Lord Jesus. And I got mad. I got mad. I was a young Christian. I was young in the faith and didn't know any better. But I I got so mad because they had done the one that I loved so much, had done him so bad and had hurt him so bad. I said, "Oh Lord, I wish I'd have been there. I'd have killed every one of them. I'd have stopped every one of them. I was ignorant, you see. I was ignorant, didn't know. But Jesus done that, no one could have stopped him. Not The devil could have stopped him if he could have, but he could not stop the Son of God because he loved me. I didn't understand it, but I, I was hurt because they was hurting him. And I still hurt today because people hurt him. When I hear somebody far off taking God's name in vain, I pray for that person that God will forgive them. And don't know, don't understand it. How that they could do that, to the blessed Son of God, that lived and suffered and died, for you and for me. Calvary bought, brought bought life, for you and for me. The Bible said you can have life and have it more abundantly. I wonder today, are you really living? I'm wonder. I'm wondering today if our country is really living. I wonder if they really know anything about life. The only way that you'll ever learn that and know about life is to know the one that gives life upon the tree at Calvary. On the third day, on the third day, if this third day, if this hadn't happened, if this hadn't happened, neighbor, we would all would have been gone forever. We'd have been gone, lost in eternity forever and forever. But on the third day, God in His marvelous grace and wonderful power kicked the door out of death. No wonder He stood out on the brim of eternity in Revelation chapter 1. And He said, Behold, I am He that liveth and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of hell and death in my hands today. God's blessed Son on that third day rose out on the brim of eternity and announced to you and to me that he had the keys of hell and death. He had conquered them all. The mighty God of heaven had done his wonderful work. At Calvary, nothing could ever stop that again. The Lord Jesus is the Son of God. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting Father. He's the Lord of glory. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Rock of Ages, my Savior, the blessed Lord Jesus that lived and died for me. He's the King of glory. He's he's my Savior, your Savior. All you've got to do is run to Jesus. I wonder today, I wonder today, would you throw away this mighty work that the Lord Jesus had done for you. I don't know whether you're saved or not. Only you and the good Lord knows that. But I'm sure there's somebody out there I'm talking to that's never has trusted him. But I wonder today, would you walk, literally walk, over what he had done here in the Scripture today? God's given you a moment. God's given you a time. God gave you precious time and moments for this time. My time's gone. My day is spent. I pray in Jesus' name that you're taken, run to Him, the one that lived and died for you, and be saved today by God's wonderful grace. God bless you as our prayer in His name until next week. Amen and amen and amen. i so- 7 5 glory FM your family radio station in North Georgia welcome to